Hi, everybody. Welcome to Moms Unpacking Autism. I'm your host, Ann Clay, and I'm here with uh, my co-host, Stacy. And today we are going to be talking about being what, Stacy? Overstretched. Overstretched. And this is in the context of taking a vacation, isn't it? Yeah, this is where I started thinking about uh, why I was resistant to talking more about vacationing and kind of how last time we recorded talking about vacation didn't go very well. <laughs> and I was like, I think it's because it's a real stressor. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and that um, for me, what happens as a autism parent is um, I start to think about what's possible. And then, um, and, you know, this is not always true, but most of the time. So I kind of have this idea of what we're going to do. And then um, I, I expand it. So I'm like, okay, so we're, we're going to go on a road trip. We're not just going to go on a road trip. I want to stop at every Cracker Barrel because that'll be fun and witty. And then, <laughs> and then while we're at the Cracker Barrel, then we're going to find um, a 1930s radio show broadcast thing that we all have to listen together as a family. <laughs> and then sometimes those wackadoodle ideas work really well. Uh -huh. And then other times it's like, I'm imposing a party theme on, on every experience we have. Right. Right. So I've been looking at that as maybe overstretching the rubber band or overstretching what, uh, what maybe could have been enjoyable. Right. Yeah. Because it might be enough to have expectations that you're actually going to get in a car at a certain time, change locations, use the public restrooms, deal with all the different food options or non-food options and actually <laughs> get to a new environment with different sleeping and um, totally throw your whole family into chaos without adding all the rest onto them. Yeah. Like that, that might be, that might be it, but I didn't learn that very well. <laughs> <laughs> or I think I have finally learned it, but now it doesn't matter. Because the kids are grown up. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the time to get that lesson dialed in. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I was thinking a little bit too about, um, you know, the concept of being centered and, uh, and Buddhism and in, in Buddhism, there's kind of a, a center away from the ego that can be revealed. Okay. Right. So, so all the ego stuff is, is flooding around you, like, like the dandelion parts that are going to fly off and, and make you crazy and make you um, unsettled. And then, then you have the center mm -hmm. that's divine and at peace. And I have really been struggling with the idea <laughs> That I have a center anywhere and that it's at peace naturally. <laughs> it's the I, caramel in the middle of the chocolate. Yeah. 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 And so I was I was thinking about how like you teach yoga and stuff. And and um I was wondering if that was common in your practice, an idea that there is no calm center. No, actually, we always look for the calm center. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But do you yeah. find it like Yes. Um, I find it, I find it in the midst of community 
if we're all seeking the center together, then I can find it. Um, I can't always find it if I'm just seeking it alone because there's too much noise in the background, but there's something about community and a community, a communal intention that kind of brings it into focus. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's, um, that's it, isn't it? It's mm -hmm. kind of like if you're, if you're on the same path or I don't mean to like diminish the idea of like teamwork or something, but, um, all, all things seem possible when right. they, kind of we're on the road together. Right, it's it's any kind of community. It's a church community, it's anything. Mm -hmm. If you're all setting the same intention and believing the same thing can happen, or you know, on another flip side, just believing the same thing is true, you tend to all see that, don't you? Yeah, and that's, I think that's why like IEP meetings, uh, one of the reasons they're like extremely stressful Mm. is because because there isn't that agreement it's a right. false sense of agreement like yeah. um so very often you'll be sitting in a, a or my experience you'll be sitting in an IEP meeting and, and somebody will say well we're all here for the same reason mm -hmm. yeah or, or or something along that line right, right? we all want what's best right that's my favorite <laughs> I've heard that line <laughs> we all right. want to see so-and-so thrive <laughs> yeah, we want to see oh yes we want to see so-and-so thrive but it doesn't feel like community because it isn't community, yes. because they are actually at odds with each other. Yes, because your expectations and theirs are totally different and what they want to give and what you want them to give are different and what they want you to give and what you can give are different. Right, and so, and so what we have is this, these momentary enlightenment flashes, I think as parents of uh, autistic kids where the community's aligned, Yeah. I'm aligned with yeah. the community. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the and the kid is too. Right. And when those happen, it's pretty magical. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that I can see as my peaceful center. Yeah, it's kind of like the Tower of Babel, right? You know, if everyone's working together, who can stop them? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The problem is we're not always working together. Right. Yeah. And and one of the main reasons that, or one of the main ways I think that we're not working together. Um, like when we travel or whatever is because everyone's expectations start coming into focus. So, yeah. so like, um, so let's say we're on our way to the reunion, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then my husband goes into his kind of childhood mode of youngest, um, child. Oh, I don't know, whatever. Uh -huh. That's uh -huh. right. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. um, and, and, and usually, <laughs> usually um, highlighted with a little bit of self-pity that hasn't been worked through. Mm -hmm. So it's usually like, well, you know, I never even had a seat in the car. I had to sit on people's laps. <laughs> you know, and so, so, so when you're bringing that energy yeah. into what's supposed to be like this festive time together, right. um, that uh, for me, it's often a kind of a, when we travel, we do best when we're just sort of neutral. Okay. Like we no longer get to like happy. Okay. About yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I get that. Like, yeah. Just, we're just not at war. Right. right. That's good. Right? It's managing your expectations about what the trip really is going to entail. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not there. It's not actually fun. Right. Um, in the true sense of like, um, I'm going to feel this lightness and. Um, right. And they, however, what I do think happened was 
the more I relaxed with the diagnosis um, and the more I just only let um, embarrassment or shame kind of drive my decision sporadically. Okay. Um, then, you know, things went better. Mm-hmm. But I still, I, you know, I, I've been feeling really bad about this because, you know, again, I've been reading a lot of um, kids who are, uh, you know, talking about how autism is not, um, not a problem and, or not a disease or not. And, and I don't like the moniker disease, it's true, but um, like, it's somehow just a delightful difference of how we see the world. Right. And I don't think that I experienced things that way. No, because the world is all marching one direction. And if you have a child marching in a different direction, you're going to get mulled over by the world. You know, like you just picture millions of soldiers marching and then a couple people in the middle deciding they're going to go a different way. You get trampled you know? Yeah. 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 So then it doesn't feel like a differently abled blessing. It's a problem. Right. That's it. Exactly. Is it because, because I can see things as differently abled. Right. All the time. Sure. And in fact, I'm a huge advocate. Sure. Sure. But, um, but when other people Bring, oh, that's what's happening isn't it? Yeah. other people are bringing their judgmentalism in and disguising it as concern yeah or um love or oh or our perennial favorite which what is that have you thought of oh have you thought of yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no no i don't i don't lay awake thinking how to solve these things. I just, it's never occurred to me. I just, I just skipped their life. (laughs) (laughs) And sweet bliss. (laughs) That's right. I'm just sitting around drinking my mimosas. Thinking to myself, dang, I wish somebody would work on some of this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so I think our propensity to be overstretched is, is constant. Yeah. Which is part of the, um, part of why we're we become less flexible in some ways as parents yeah and because we're already overdone right right and and that really makes sense because just when you think about what it takes to actually get on that vacation you're going to need a vacation before that vacation just to have the energy to go on that vacation and you're going to need a vacation after that vacation to recover from all the disruption that that vacation gave you yeah, and I don't have someplace I can drop mine off. Right, right. You know, like um, I didn't, I didn't have the kind of situation where like a neighbor was going to watch my kid for two hours while I went for a walk. Right. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, yeah. I, I didn't have that available, right. and so, so the I think also the relentless self blame about not having made space for those activities. Oh then um you know I you know I don't mean to be a downer but I've just been so depressed about like um the past in the sense of like 
why didn't I do things differently? So like, <laughs> so I see these moms and they're out with their strollers, yeah. right? And they're jogging with their babies yeah. and they're like clearly getting in shape and they're trying really hard and, you know, everything. And I'm like, I didn't ever make it like more than around the block uh-huh. because it was too hard because this one, you know, I had ones that didn't want to be outside and they didn't want the air on them and they didn't want the, uh-huh. you know, but I didn't press on. I gave, I gave up. No, you did press on. You pressed on in whatever way you knew to do. You, you, you weren't afforded the luxury of being the little mother who jogs behind her trailer her little stroller. You weren't Uh afforded that. You, you had too many complexities getting in the way. And, you know, the fact that you could get diapers changed and food on the table, maybe even if it was takeout was maybe all you could do. That's all I could do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So guilt has to be abolished. Yeah. And also like, I'm extremely competent. Absolutely. (laughs) I am starting to think in my 50s that like if it wasn't possible, maybe it wasn't possible. Right. Oh yeah, I agree with that. You are extremely competent. And so am I. Yeah, oh yeah. Sure. I mean, look at we're doing this successful podcast with oh yeah, that's a good point. Um no, so I I was oh oh and then oh my gosh, I just got I just got a bitch about this. I hate graduation season. yeah <laughs> that's a hard yes. one isn't it like like i've got like so this time i have an entry in the ring which is nice right yeah because we it's because he's graduating with his aa and like and six years in the making and i'm very Yay. excited right so it's fabulous but um social media thank you um you know what i really want to read i really want to read another post about <laughs> How your kids going to the University of Chicago on a full ride? Um, and oh, cute, they fell asleep during the SAT, but everything worked out just fine. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking to myself, one blip is a story. Yeah. Right. Oh, that time I fell asleep in the SAT. Yeah. But that my parenting experience is, it's almost all blips. Yeah. There yeah. isn't, there isn't, um, I don't have a boring testing story. <laughs> no. Where it just went well and nothing yeah. happened. Like yeah. it doesn't exist. Yeah, no, I know. Um, so, so you're right. I think, cause you know, it's really important to let things right or wrong. Um, but, um, but it's hard. It's hard to see those robes. It's hard to see people off um uh, off to off to lead their lives these kids <clears throat> and my kid is tremendous and doing amazing things um and also disabled in a way that yeah. makes that not possible i know it's really hard um I was thinking of another yoga analogy while you were talking about that though, and yeah. another Buddhist kind of concept. Yeah, yeah. And that's and and we know this. It's the acceptance concept, right? That you brought up initially. It's the acceptance for what we are in and have and celebrating celebrating us as or our children as individuals instead of putting them in a lump 
of you know what they should have been doing or, or how everyone else has been doing and I think I think it's it's um it's celebrating that road and keeping our eyes firmly into our own family and not getting sidetracked by everybody else's journey because mm -hmm. in the end we're on this amazingly short journey mm -hmm. that um is teaching us amazing things that we wouldn't have learned had we been the skinny mom running behind the stroller maybe um, that was successful in business because we had plenty of time to do our business and um, you know watched all our kids graduate with the PhDs and the honors. Um, right. We are we are the parents who are are carving a different journey. We're we're walking a different road. We're plodding through the woods of discovery, and yeah. um and I think that we need to pat ourselves and everybody else on the back and say you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. It doesn't matter if the army is marching one way. We're walking to our own beat which we have to do, you know, there, there are no comparisons. There's only acceptance of what is, and that's where we find that peaceful inner core. I, I love that. And then also you reminded me of two things. Okay. One is, um, uh, discover people that discover are often going in a different direction than everybody else is. Mm -hmm. And, and, and we honor those people. Yes. And um, I guess I hadn't really, like you absolutely have to have a different mindset yeah. to, to do that, right? Yeah. Because, because you just do, that's fascinating. Mm -hmm. The other thing that reminded me of is, I, oh, I wish I had it memorized better, but, um, but Buddha says that um, the path is the problem mm -hmm. or it's something like that. So it's okay. the idea that there is a path. Exactly. Yep. And um, I love that because, um, boy, I sure thought there was a path. Mm. And there isn't. There isn't. Yeah. And if there's anything that age should tell us is that mm -hmm. there isn't a path. And the pioneers, they did, they forged their own path. And, you know, we don't hear, well, we hear some of their stories, but we don't hear so many of the stories and the doubts and the insecurities and the wanting to turn back and the wishing that they could have not done that, you know? Oh, my co complete belief is that Ma Ingalls sat in her sod house and was just wept, like inconsolably. She's like, livid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. She's like, yeah. I got this one China doll. Yeah. Fabulous. Right. <laughs> right. 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 You and and I, you know, I know historically from the women writing that you know they they weren't necessarily pleased, and a lot of people went back, which people yeah. never mentioned either. Right. Um, uh yeah I think we we don't and then also we I mean we don't look to the wider experience and and then also this week I've had the occasion to revisit a whole bunch of things that happened like 40 years ago okay and my perspective on them as a 50 something versus when I was experiencing them as a teenager of course is invaluable as well Yes. So there's both the lived experience and then the wisdom that comes with age that right. uh, you are, 
I would, I would never hold that 17 year old, you know, in a hug and say, you're really sucking at what you're doing. Right. <laughs> right. Right. You know, I'd be like, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna try and change some of these directions. Yeah. Some of these habits seem like they're going to become problematic. Yeah. Um, and, and, um, and that gentleness, you know, with, with some of, some that grace and it's yeah. the Maya Angelou quote, right? Um, paraphrased, we do what we know we do and then we do better what we know better or something. something yeah, like yeah. When we know better, we do better. Yeah, when we know better, we do better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think it's longer yeah. than that, but yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and we don't always yeah. um, do better, but I think that what, or at least that's what I've settled into, uh, but what I do think I do is as a, as a parent, is I, I, I evolve. Yeah. I have changed. Yes. Continue to. Yep. Yeah. And you know, the other thing is that you're dealing with other people. You're dealing with people with autonomy, people who have their own opinions about what needs to happen with their life. And so, you know, that's the other thing here. When you're talking about a family system, you're not talking about a, I will this to happen and it will happen if I will it hard enough. You're talking about a whole dynamic of people that have their own, you know, idiosyncrasies and desires and wishes and thoughts. And it's merging that together to come into an agreement and a unified joy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. I think that's profoundly true. Mm -hmm. And, and again, something I, I just need that tattooed. <laughs> <laughs> Tattoo where you can see it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it is, it's, it's just aligning our, really it's aligning our expectations with our life not to say that we throw away all our dreams and our goals because those are what move us forward but you know it's also cutting ourselves some slack and our family mm -hmm. some slack right and then we're not going to be cool. as overstretched yeah it's like letting letting go of rubber band you know yeah. like 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 some of that is about um but what I guess my payoff or, or something that's really, I've noticed is, um, so, you know, my son's decided to finish his BA and he's transferring to the school and that's a miracle in and of itself. And it's genuinely a miracle. And, um, I'm standing in the middle of, uh, UC Davis with this kid and we're standing between two, two sculptures and he's envisioning himself there. And the reason I get to have, be fully present and find that profound is because I, I have put in all the work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's nobody else that's gonna stand with that kid and right. fully get, he's, on, he's getting stuff I'm not getting, right? Because yeah. you're right, yeah. he is his own autonomous person. Right. But that moment is, is charged yeah. with um, relevance in a way, it just wouldn't be if yes. I hadn't parented the way I did. Absolutely. I think about a graduation picture when my nephew graduated from college and my sister held up that diploma with a look on her face like, <laughs> we did this together, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, yeah. She, she took some credit for that and, and rightly so. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and I, I don't, I don't, um, I think that being really connected to our, our kids is, is one of the, 
one of the weird gifts of this uh yeah. we just, we're just more involved yeah and yeah we are um I you know boy perhaps comparison is the thief of joy right but it does feel like um I I feel like I have spent more time with my kid than some people have spent with their kids <laughs> absolutely I'll just say that and then wait for the light bulb you put in more chips in the parenting bank than other oh, people so ever get to yeah. oh oh strike me dead oh yes. I'm so terrible for saying that oh my god no um, but it, then you feel bad you feel bad if you put all those chips in because you're like I should be richer <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or I'm so jealous of the people who figured out where to put their chips differently or yeah, yeah. they're all on their own struggle bus. And then I'm like, oh, no, 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 don't compare yourself like that. That's not useful. And then I compare right. myself while I'm telling people not to compare themselves. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, 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 it's a mind. But yeah. um, OK, so I was thinking that the, only, the thing I wanted you to talk about for a second, okay. my yoga instructor friend, okay. is um the concept of a good stretch that's okay. kind of where I think we should end today what's a good okay. stretch for your brain okay well a good stretch is when you go right to the like say you're bending over and you're stretching your leg you go right to that point where you can feel a little bit of tension there but you never over stretch the good stretch is just bending a little bit farther. It's not going, oh, look at that person next to me has her knee, you know, all the way up by her ear. You know, your good stretch might be having that leg just out a little bit. And it's the feeling of that slight tension, a little bit of energy in there, a little bit of, um, you know, you almost feel like a little shaking because it's pushing you a little bit beyond your comfort zone but stopping there and never going further, you know, because eventually once you've gotten to that place and it's good, then eventually your good stretch may broaden your base, may, may increase your flexibility, but you have to start slowly. That's a good stretch. That's the way to live right there. It's the way to live. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit you know, celebrate and celebrate it. And eventually you can go a little further. That's what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's going to be my goal this week. Um, okay. I'm going to aim for like the good stretch in life. A good stretch. I like that very much. I like that too. That's a good, Thank that's you. a good analogy. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> that's wonderful. So did you have something you were reading with for us today? Oh, oh, well, I was, um, um, I'm busy. I'm so caught up with current times. Um, I, I'm reading Eat, Pray, Love. Yes. And um, <laughs> it's this new book. <laughs> I was looking forward to your little uh, discussion. Oh, well, Eat, Pray, Love. I, so let's go I was that. laughing because um, I eat a lot. I pray a lot. I love a lot. And, and <laughs> this is not the outcome. <laughs> But but Elizabeth, um, she has some really profound uh, thoughts about living in in your experience, and uh -huh. um, and what she offers up is pretty cool. So this is right when she's gotten to India. She's done with her um, uh, chowing down. <laughs> chowing down. Yeah, where she got a little teeny of a muffin top over her. You know. Yeah, size yeah. Two I'm jeans. sure she yeah. had her, as she points out, her three pounds. Yeah. Um. But um. But in any case, so she's gotten to India, and she's she's uh, just. Um, 
just immerse, beginning to immerse herself in, in, in the viewpoint of there. And um, uh, she says, uh, the yogis, however, saw that human discontentment is a simple case of mistaken identity. We're miserable because we think that we are mere individuals, alone with our fears and flaws and resentments and mortality. We wrongly believe that our limited little egos constitute our whole entire nature. We have failed to recognize our deeper divine character. We don't realize that somewhere within us all, there does exist a supreme self who is internally at peace. That supreme self is our true identity, universal and divine. Before you realize this truth, says the yogis, you will always be in despair. A notion nicely expressed in this exasperated line from a Greek Stoic philosopher, you bear God within you, poor wretch, and know it not. Mm. Mm, I love that. Well, and that, that, that Liz comes through. Yeah, yeah. And that comes back to that center. You know, if we're all expressions of the divine, we're living different expressions of the divine. And who are we to say our expression of the divine is any less than anybody else's? Right? Yeah. Yeah. True story. An AA is just as good as a PhD. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. And 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 to to think otherwise is to to let the ego wander, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That was beautiful. I love this discussion. I can yeah. talk about crazy things like this all the time. This is so fun. Okay. <laughs> Hey, well, let's do that next week. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this discussion as much as we did. And uh, you know what? If you did, please comment on our Facebook group. We would love to hear from you. Join our Facebook True. group, Moms Unpacking Autism. And uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.